Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let me bang you, I do let you bang you. Let me bang you, bang you, bang you. Let me bang you, bang you. Greetings, marriage and virgins. Go for Jesus! No for gay Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted. With Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast, people. It's here. I'm here with the legend Don Fry, uh, waiting for um, McCorkle to show up. Greg Wilson canceled. Wean Dog's got a job. I can only imagine what he's doing. So it's me and the legend Don Fry. How are you, Don? You know, you're actually in my phone as the legend, by the way. <laughs> That's fuck, because I'm in my phone by, by the legend, too, yeah. Uh, that, so, how's life? Uh, it's okay, partner. It's okay. I got no complaints. How about you? I'm a, uh, I actually have some complaints, man. Last, uh, last week was one of the freaking – so, you know, I have this dog who's, like, 15 – my dog's, like, 15 years old. He, he was used as bait, oh. bait for pit bull fighting. He has, like, a missing oh. ear. Attacked everybody, but I love him. I love him to death. He's blind. He's got heart failure. He's got liver failure. And, uh, you know, it's only – it doesn't look good. So last Thursday, I get up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm, I'm just like not I, – I couldn't sleep. And then I hear him crying and like barking and coughing. And then I see I, – I go to look at him, and he's completely like out, like passed out in his own vomit. Uh, on the on, on his side, I pick him up. He's totally limp, just completely limp. And uh, I figured that was it. You know, I started bawling. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not like sorry that I do this. Like, I'm sorry. This is the end. And uh, I called my my wife. I woke her up. We took her to the emergency room. And uh, he came back to life. And they said, uh, they said, you know, he's got heart problems. He's obviously got liver problems. All kinds of problems. They gave him you know, some medication. They said it was a seizure or possibly a heart attack. They don't know they weren't there. And then two days later, two days later, he's just coughing, coughing, coughing all night long. Like just, I mean, so I, we, we, we took him back in and, uh, I thought my, my wife took him and I thought it was the end. I, I, once again, I'm just, I'm ball, I'm balling all week. I, I love this guy to death. He was with me forever. Yeah. You know, I got my knee surgery. He stayed with me by my side you know, every minute of the day. When I got into a fight in an elevator a couple of years ago, he stayed. The other dog ran away because it was a fight was over him basically, and the other dog attacked him, and he and he like bit the guy up. I mean, he's just he's he's just a boy, um, and he's a little Chihuahua Jack Russell. So anyway, so Valentine's Day, my wife took him in. She's like, it's time. And my wife, it's my ex's dog. My ex just got him. Did no research on him. 
Didn't realize that he has a missing ear. Didn't even ask why is his ear missing. And then we took him to a dog park and he like tried to attack every dog there. So they told us he might have been used as bait for pit bull fighting because they take little chihuahuas and Jack Russells and put them in to like use them to get the fight started. Or if one dog's not being aggressive enough. And that's a, and that's a thing out to do out here in like LA. So, or probably yeah. other places too. So, um, Garbage. The garbage is all over the place, man. So, yeah. So then it was, uh, so then we, we, we like took him in and uh, my, my, my wife took him in and then I'm like, that's it. You know, that's it. And then she calls me and she's like, the vet says they think they know my, what might be wrong with him, but it's going to be $1,200, well, actually $1,500 to find out. Um, this way we'll know exactly what's wrong. And I was like, all right, you know, you can't put a price tag on your best. Right. Right. You got a commitment. That's, you got a commitment. That's part of, you know, loving something, you know? Exactly. So now, so now he's back. Now he's back and he's blind and uh, he's, but, but he's not eating his food as much. So I'm having to like put, and you know, you know, me and my wife, we have to clean up his dog shit every, every, he doesn't know where he's going to the bathroom. He, he's bumping in of there. He's, he's peeing everywhere. I'm waking up. I'm just constantly, you know, and so then that, but so that's that. And then my, 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 my daughter's nanny came over today to watch the baby while I'm doing the podcast. She starts puking. She's sick. So I got to send her home. So now it's just another, <laughs> another, another day in paradise, man. Uh, how are you? Well, yeah, I, I get, I understand. I, I, I think I got an idea of what your nanny was puking. Um, and I, I saw the picture of, saw the picture of your dog last week, and I figured, wow, that that poor dog cut off his own ear to avoid listening to one of your shows. You know, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you got, you got get some new material with you and Greg, you know? Exactly. It's exactly right. <laughs> but I did but I did comedy though. I did live comedy, which is like all weekend long. Yeah. I had three shows. The first show that had to, oh, there was a pool between me and the crowd. It's always great what you want, it's a pool between us, you know. But they were still laughing. It was Venice Beach. It's the second show was in the it was like a you know, a secret show in someone's backyard. They're literally selling mushrooms. Some guy had like a, a stand. The guy was selling marijuana, marijuana pipes, and mushrooms to the crowd. <laughs> and, and then like, and then the third show was at some like studio, which I don't know how this guy has all this money. There was strippers everywhere. There was like, it was like they all had their husbands with them, so it wasn't like you know they weren't like going around giving me lap dances. Not that I can get one anyway, but it was just right. um, it was just uh, it was, but it was good. It's like oh, it's like it's like all like the I don't know what the what you call them of the derelicts of society are getting together and putting on comedy shows, uh, which makes for great audiences. Uh, which yeah, makes, yeah. So, uh, did you watch the fight? No, I did not, partner. Oh. I did not. I just. It was like, you know, do I want to, do I want to settle up the horse and ride in the town? Nah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. You know, I just, uh, you know, it's just really, there's, uh, uh, there hasn't been a fight, you know, in a while to make me want to put the effort forward, you know, shit. I mean, uh, UFC, they they just kind of fallen flat. I mean, Bellator's always been flat. <laughs> um, one, you can't, you know, every once in a while you see a clip of something from one. They look like 
you know, they they're fantastic. I mean, they've got they've got something good going. But you know, without the fucking crowds, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's just like a uh, a wrestling room. You know, just work uh, working out. It know? does. I it mean, does have that feeling. Uh, Dana says that we should get crowds back by summer, pack crowds. I'll tell you what has been nice is that everyone's not doing uh that Ric Flair. Uh, woo, woo! That's pretty fucking. <laughs> I enjoy that. Why? How come you don't like that? I really? Like that. Really? <laughs> I like the first time it was funny, and then it was every single time I was like, "Come on!" Uh, <laughs> you know what? I want to see one of the guys stop in the fight and do it. You know? You know. Somebody's got to do it sometime, you know, in front of the live audience. Yeah, shit. I mean, there's there's enough stalling in some of these damn fights. Hell, you get out there, recite the alphabet backwards, you know, take a a damn DWI test. Wait a minute. Some some, you know, a lot of these fights, one guy's scared, the other guy's happy about it. You know, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, McCorkle, are you with us? All right, thanks, Sean. All right, so um, <laughs> wow, did I did I like uh, did I wear out my welcome already? No, oh. no, no, no. He was supposed to be on the show, and then because uh, he said he was coming due, and then oh, here we go. He's in his car. I actually I actually see him in his car. Uh, what's up? I, he just can't get volume on it, but uh, but it's better than it. That's more better. that's more talking than I do in a week, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, well, I'll tell you what happened in the fights. So, Usman uh, and Gilbert Burns was actually a pretty good main event because Usman isn't known for having the most exciting fights. He's one of those guys, Don, that, like, if, if, if the other guy makes it exciting, it'll be exciting. But he's one of those guys that almost, like, fights to the level of the guy he's fighting. You know? Yeah, I, I understand that completely. I understand that completely, yeah. But, I got caught up in that. And then I got caught up in that for a while. Then I got caught up in the amount of money they're paying me, you know? Well, if you're, you're going to pay me good, I'll give you a good fight. If you're going to pay me shit, I'll give you a shit fight, you know? I mean, it's, so, just, it, it's a bad mental area to get into. So you actually, so you trained harder uh, when they paid you well versus you didn't train them much at all when they didn't pay that well? You're damn right. Yeah, you're damn right. You know, I I put the effort into what I was getting paid. Paid, you know, as uh, um, the capitalistic uh, dog in me. You know. <laughs> Did you ever have a good fight where you didn't train that hard? Mm, uh, partner, I shit. Now you gotta force me to go through every damn fight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure I did. I mean, but you know, for, but for the most part, I'm I'm being honest. You know, shit, you're gonna pay me. I'll give you what you pay me for. You know, if you're not gonna pay me, well, then you know, you're getting a shit. You're getting what you pay for. You know, that's that's all there is to it. Sean, how are you, man? I'm finally here, man. I had to. Uh, I've got no internet um, in my house because we have 16 inches of snow. I measured it with my dick. Um, but no, it's, uh, we've got no, uh, About 17 times. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's, uh, 
I heard a rumor about Brendan Schaub, like he got locked up for a little while. And when he was getting out of prison, his girlfriend said she wanted eight inches and she wanted to bleed. So he fucked her twice and then smacked her in the mouth. Um, but no, I, uh, yeah, I had to drive to Starbucks, which is uh, coincidentally closed, but their Wi-Fi is working fabulously, it seems. So, uh, I, <laughs> you know what, man? Sean, I had no idea. Thank you for making the effort, man. That's huge. That's honestly huge. Uh, like, audio yeah, good I, was, I was boring. I was boring here. No, man, you weren't. This is actually one of the better shows we've had. <laughs> I actually like this show better. Fuck everybody else. Uh, no, uh, Greg canceled because uh, he's moving something, and he also booked a TV show. He's doing uh, three more episodes of, uh, I think it's The Neighbors um, or The Neighborhood with uh, Cedric the Entertainer. And then um, a wean dog has a job. I can't imagine this job. I guess they don't do background checks anymore. So, um, <laughs> but... Uh, but you're here, man. So you watched the fight. Now, so anyway, so Gilbert Burns almost had the perfect strategy for beating Usman. He, 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 I, he knew the guy started s slow. He jumped on him. And I mean jumped on him. Almost had him, had him rocked. Almost out in the first. I mean, he, was, he had him rocked. I don't think he was, like, that close to being finished, but he was definitely hurt. More than I've ever seen him hurt. And then he just gassed himself out. And Usman kind of figured him out and was dropping him with jabs left and right, which I guess Usman's jab is probably as good as other people's right hook or, you know, right cross. But um, that's what I was going to say. I thought the difference in the fight absolutely was his jab, man. That was, it was, it reminded me of Ray Sefo back in his day. I used to watch Ray Sefo spar at Extreme Couture and he would toy with guys and his jab was just brutal, man. And uh, I asked him one time, I asked Ray if I, if I focused only on that on my stand up. How long would it take me to get a jab like that? He said, you're either born with it or you're not. So apparently I wasn't. So. Wow. I mean, so, I mean do, do you think that, like, because sometimes when people go down on a jab, like, you don't see it that often. You don't see it yeah. blindly. But do you think that his jab or Sefo's jab is this harder than other people's uh, straight rights? Oh yeah, Sefo's jab's harder than anything I could throw, man. Like any, I mean, it's harder than I could, I, I could throw. That, uh, that guy is a, like... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you saw his fight with Mark Hunt. His stand-up is unbelievable. I saw him, not to, you know, tell uh, Jim stories about people getting beat up, but I saw him, he was carrying a conversation on with me and beating up Forrest Griffin at the same time while sparring and actually having a regular conversation with me, not even looking at Forrest, just catching all his punches, dodging everything just by an inch or half an inch, and then just beating up Forrest as he wanted to. Uh, it was amazing. It was one of the most amazing things I've seen. I was like, man, that's the difference between a world-class fighter and then some guy like me who just was big and athletic. So. Uh, don't be so humble, man. You are obviously a world-class fighter. You beat Mark. You're athletic. You, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the part Don doesn't believe. Uh, Don, did you, ever th did you ever throw a jab before? Yeah, I always threw lots of jabs, man. Uh, yeah. I, I had a world-class jab back in the day, yeah. Because it seems like you just threw for power all the time, man. You're, I mean, you were, that was one of the things about Don Fry. You, you were never in a boring fight, ever. In the history of any of your fights, none of them are boring. Thank you, thank you. Shit, yeah, I I took a good beating. Huh? <laughs> I had a good jab. I, I did a good jab in practice, you know, and um, I had a really good jab. Ask anybody who worked out with me, but then I got to the fight, and it was just like, fuck the jab, let's get going, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I hate watching a boring fight, and I and I never want to be part of one. That's for damn sure. You know, you know as a comic, I, I have to say, like people are like, why don't you tell stories? I'm like, I get bored with my stories. 
I get like one sentence in and I'm like, I don't want to fucking tell the story. Like, I'd rather just get to jokes, just jokes, jokes, jokes. Um, so yeah. uh, now uh, for this fight though, Gilbert Burns said he, he, uh, he says he loves Cody No Love, but he basically Cody No Love the fight where he had the guy hurt, emptied his tank, and then that was it. Uh, if he would have fought a much smarter fight, been you know more relaxed in there, taking his time, he thinks he could have won. Uh, do you agree with that, Sean? Yeah, I mean, I, if he pulled a Cody No Love, I'm surprised he didn't get some real terrible tattoos and have real bad short man syndrome. But um, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I mean, it's hard, man. I've I've never fought for a title or like not a UFC one, obviously, but uh, not all of us are Don Fry. But um, I know when they made me the co-main event at UFC uh, 124 in my second UFC fight, man, the pressure was just, I mean overwhelming and then right before i walk out dana white tells me he'll give me a hundred thousand dollar bonus if i finish the guy impressively and uh stefan struve if i finish him you know impressively and i was like uh like as if i didn't have enough pressure on me already you know but then i went out there and gassed out 90 seconds which was about 30 seconds normally longer than it took me to gas out <laughs> well so, it seems like it seemed like that was a bad matchup for you because stefan struve's a guy that like either knock him out or you lose and yeah. and and you you know According to you, you didn't have that one-punch knockout power. No, I hit hard on the ground, man, but not stand-up. And I know if you watch that fight, he actually did tap during the fight. I'll send you a video of it later. But um, I had his shoulder. I had a, him in a Kimura and turned it 360 degrees, man, and he did not tap and didn't seem to start. Well, he didn't say, they say he didn't tap, but he showed me after, after the fight, I guess his elbow and his shoulder are double-jointed. Like, he's double-jointed almost everywhere. So, like, it, he can turn his shoulder in really weird angles. But he said he had never been submitted, not even in training with a Kimura before. So, uh, I was wasting my time doing that. But that was very disheartening to get somebody in that position and crank their arm like the exorcist, you know, like the girl uh, head cranked all the way around and have him not show any pain. You're just like, okay, well, that's not going to work. So, I've got 30 seconds left to finish this before I completely gas out and get embarrassed. Well, and that was your Jorge, move, right? You should have told Dana that you bet 200000 you're on lose. <laughs> I wish. I wish. And that was your move, too, right, Sean? I mean, you hit everyone with that move. So when the guy doesn't, doesn't budge, you got to – you just like – Yeah, well, I knew – um, man, I, you know, everybody's got an excuse, uh, except Don Fry. He's just like, I was so high, I don't know, buddy. But um, <laughs> I uh, – <laughs> Yeah, I, man, I was uh, – I didn't sleep. It was just so much pressure. I didn't sleep literally more than three or four hours that entire week. Not in a night. I mean total. I was up every night. They had me doing media stuff at 7 a.m. and stuff at midnight too, photo shoots and stuff like that. It was weird. But just the stress, I just kept thinking, man, this is a chance to really change your life, all this and that. That $10,000 bonus is going to make all the difference in the world. But, um, no, I uh, – I, I was so yeah, stressed. Yeah, media stuff will kick your ass, man. It will kick your ass. But yeah. Sean, weren't, Sean, weren't you already a millionaire? Uh, no, I was broke then, man. Like uh, I was joking about ten thousand, but no, I was a, uh, I was a millionaire when I was twenty-eight. Uh, I lost everything at thirty-two when I had a my wonderful ex-wife uh, planned our divorce for two years ahead of time, and so she got like. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I know that how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I had dude. They're she's fucking so sneaky, aren't they're they? So, they're so sneaky. So they're like the Chinese. <laughs> I don't know how the Chinese got brought into it, but I, uh, she's so slick that she got, I had a safety deposit box with $200,000 cash in it. She didn't know about only I and my mom knew about. I never told her I had it. I never anything. When, when I realized we were getting divorced and she had been planning our divorce forever, I went there and the money was gone out of the safety deposit box. So I never told her she saw a key on my key ring of 50 keys 
noticed a small tree. It was a safety deposit box. Went around to banks in the area trying to find it. Told them that I had died and she needed a uh, something from there for my funeral. And they let her into the safety deposit box and stole my money. So when I got there, I opened up my safety deposit box once I realized she's uh, got like, we've got 10 rental houses with $800,000 equity that she hasn't paid the payment on in six months, just going around collecting the rent payments, um, things like that, getting them all foreclosed on. So I uh, go up to my, open my safety deposit box and $200,000 is missing. And so I'm like, I got to talk to the manager. There's going to be 200 grand. He comes in, it's like, sir, we don't even have access. You have to have the key. There's only one key, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so he takes me back to his office. I look at the account. No, right here, your wife got in. She said you died. They had a note on there or whatever. And I was like, is that above or below the note that I said, do not let anyone but me without a death certificate um, safety deposit box. But I talked to talked to my lawyer. He said there's nothing you can do about it. You can't prove the money was in there. And if so, then you got to explain about it. it just, she got me. I mean, that's a small, that's a small snippet of the different ways she got me. Sean, she got me a Sean, you're the nicest person. You're so relaxed. You're so even keel. Every time, but then you you get into these drama, like like what? what how do you get in this drama? Like what is it? What is it? Like you're just so nice, but then all of a sudden, like just madness follows you around. It's, it's a couple things. One, I think uh, I feel sorry for people all the time, so that's a I get taken advantage of a lot because I really do have like a soft heart on the inside, a soft enlarged heart from steroids, um, probably. But no, I. Uh, I have a, I, I get taken advantage of a lot. And then anymore, I've gotten smarter as I've gotten older. And I don't let, uh, I don't see stuff coming because like, if you're not a thief, you're easy to steal from because you don't see the angle that someone could steal from you because you're not a thief. You don't think like a thief, right? Like, right, yeah. If you're not a cheater, you get cheated on because you don't see it coming. Like you, like I would never do that to somebody, whatever they do to me, but, but that's part of it. And then the other part is once I do actually get really mad, then I, tend to take things way overboard, like harassing Jesse Parsley still five years after something happened. So, um, I, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, I mean, she got me, dude, if I told, I mean, she tried to convince my daughter to say that I was molesting her and her friends. Like, I mean, it was my 10 year old daughter told me when I had a panic attack, mom wants me to say stuff in court. That's a lie. She got me everywhere. I mean, every way you can imagine she got me. So she's a sweet lady. Wow. Wow. And we were married. Everybody's like, how could you trust somebody with that much money? I was like, she was my girlfriend since third grade. I knew her my whole life. We got married at 19 and she was a pretty good woman for the first 10 years. That's how I got suckered, you know? Like, All right. Well, uh, back to the fights. All right. So, um, <laughs> we were talking about the fight. <laughs> so, all right. So now everyone's saying that they want, you know, so Usman says he, he also, he wants to fight Masvidal next. This time he'll finish Masvidal quicker. Um, <laughs> Why do I feel like Colby Covington is just being fucked right now? Uh, for a guy that, like, is as loud and can sell tickets and this and that, that was a very close fight. The, the, I understand the, the Masvidal took it on short notice, but he lost every round of the fight. It wasn't really competitive except for that first round. Um, I, don't know, I don't understand this. I, so I get Colby says that now he's saying Masvidal turned him down that they, they also asked them both to host the Ultimate Fighter, and that's not going to happen. Uh, GSP got brought up. GSP says Usman doesn't get him motivated. To go back and give three months of my life in the training camp to get a win over Usman doesn't get me motivated. I don't think there's anything that would get motivated right now. Petition. First, I, was like, I, I, I literally have to leave the country. I got to bring my coaches somewhere. I got to find a camp, flying training partners. I don't want, I'm healthy. I don't want to – it's not very – you know what? Good for him. 
for you know explaining and not being pressured and not doing a fight that he doesn't want to do. GSP right. has nothing to prove, nothing to prove. And if people don't want to do it, that's how they get hurt. Um, where do where do you think Usman should go next? Uh, both Fry, Sean, you go first since you watched the fight. Huh. I uh, man, I don't. I'm not a big Usman fan. If I'm being honest with you, I don't. I think he doesn't want to fight Colby because he thinks Colby will beat him or uh, come close to. Because that fight, I thought Colby was winning uh, until he lost. Like I really do. I think you and me are on the same page on that. Uh, I'm a Colby fan, though. Maybe I'm biased. Uh, Miles Vidal, of course, he wants to fight him because he knows he can just take him down, hold him down, and you know, dry hump him to a decision. Um, but uh, I would love to see him move up and try to fight out of Sonya because that way at least uh, one of them gets knocked out, um, you know, so that would be fun to see. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Usman. It was funny that even after he won that fight against Gilbert Burns, a respectful, nice guy, he still managed to make an ass out of himself. Like, wow. he still managed to be a sore winner even after beating a guy who seems to be the nicest guy in the world. So it's like, uh, yeah, I'm not an Usman fan, but I don't think – I think he's got a hundred excuses why he doesn't want to fight anybody tough, you know. Now, I don't um, – I didn't see what happened afterwards. Well, how did he make an ass out of himself? Just walking around like some chicken stance and talking about uh, – he kept, he kept saying um, – what was the thing Birdman said? Um, oh, you better put some respect on my name. And he was being serious, like saying that as if everyone's disrespecting him or something like it. Uh, or as if he knew all along. Like I told you, like, dude, you were getting your ass whipped for the first round. Like you didn't tell anybody anything, you know. And it's not like he got lucky. I mean, he's a skilled guy, but he just he's just a sore winner, you know, and not uh, not touching gloves before the fight started when the guy – when the challenger reaches out to touch your glove, you know. Like it's one thing if, you know, you guys got a personal problem, but they're friends, you know, like or we're friends. It just uh, – yeah, he just always uh, – I don't know. He always finds a way to, to come off as really arrogant. Kind of like – I feel like Adesanya is the same way. Uh, Don, what do you think? Yeah, I think he's right. <laughs> you know, I think I think he had to fight Covington. You know, I mean that's that's the only money, the money fight I see out there. You know, unless he goes up, um, a weight class. I mean, Colby looks so good against Woodley. I mean, no one's ever really dominated Woodley the way he did. Um, and Tyron Woodley, right. and Tyron Woodley is a beast. I mean, say what you want, he hasn't looked the same as he used to, but he's still a monster. Uh, and, and he definitely, I think, trained for Colby. He hated Colby. He hates Colby. He didn't want to lose that fight. Um, so I don't see how you don't make that fight. But the only thing that Usman's probably thinking is like, you know what? I know that Colby would make a lot of money fighting me and fuck this guy. Uh, so I don't want him. I don't, I don't want to get him paid. I don't want him getting detention. I don't, I don't want to give him that. And I understand that. But at the same time, if this is really a sport with rankings, you got to give the best guy, you know, I mean, Wonder Boy, I mean, I guess Wonder Boy looks great too, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really, um, I don't think it's fair to be able to turn down fights. Man. I don't know how that works exactly in UFC, but I don't, um, I, if you don't want to fight, a, I know UFC typically, when I was there, uh, I didn't want to fight Christian Borcraft because no one had ever heard of him. And uh, I was like, it's a lose-lose for me. And they were like, okay, well, you can fight uh, – Kane Velasquez instead. And I was like, okay, well, if I Kane Velasquez, this is before he was champ. I was like, I, at least someone knows who he is, you know? And then they were like, well, Kane doesn't want to fight you. He has nothing to gain. I was like, yeah, he has nothing to gain by beating me in 94. <laughs> so, um, it's, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I think, uh, I don't think the champ should be able to turn down anybody. If the UFC makes the fight, I think that's the way it should be. Uh, Don, have you ever turned on a fight? No, never did. You know, I mean, shit, if he doesn't want um, Kobe to get paid, well then, shit, 
bet the purse. Purse, purse, and purse. You All know? right. Yeah. Make it, make I love it. Make yeah. the damn fight interesting. That way you, you get your ass kicked and you don't get paid. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, look, you know, as far as a person, I, I, I like Usman. As far as an athlete, I like him. I, 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 like, his, I, like, I like everything about him. I just want to see that, 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 that rematch happen because I was there for the first one. And like you said, Sean, it was one of the best fights I've ever been to live. And I yeah. was really, and it was one of those fights where even though Colby lost, you know, I think that he's, his, his, he got more out of, I mean, he's still respected and people liked him better. And he actually gained a lot in the loss. And when, when, when somebody status, status goes up in a, in, a, in a loss, that's when you know it's a good fight. It's sort of like the Rory McDonald versus Robbie Lawler fight. You know, even though uh, who was Robbie won those fights, it was, there was still amazing fights. I mean, no one's ever going to go, oh, man, I, I can't believe he lost that fight. It was just like, it was an amazing fight. Uh, I think Colby really I've never seen him tired in a fight. Uh, so I, that's maybe the other thing, too, that Usman's thinking is he doesn't want – he doesn't want any more of that because if Colby hadn't gassed, uh, he was going to get his ass kicked, you know, or whatever. Like it was, Colby was on and I just looked like a little bit fatigued, which I mean, a big pressure moment like that, that'll happen sometimes. But if he's in a rematch, the pressure is going to be, you know, half what it was the first time. Now, so. Colby says that he was, Colby said he was, he was poisoned. Uh, that basically somebody came to him and gave him a drink and he made him tired and he got food poisoning the night before. Uh, Mayhem Miller also says that before the fight with Bisbing, somebody gave him a, uh, some water or a drink. His teammates said, don't drink that. He drank it. And is there any, I mean, is there any truth to this? Or, there's no way, right? Yeah, yeah. Because before, um, with Warpath, you know, all the fights in Japan, you had coffee. So you said, had a coffee before the fight. And at that fight, cheap, and you didn't have coffee, you know, shit, you had to supply your own fucking water, you know, and um, it's king of the cage, and shit, so I didn't have coffee, and um, and it was a and what happened? What? Did they poison you again? Wait, what happened? So I drank, I drank that big, I drank that big giant monster energy drink, and um, it sat in my belly like an anvil, you know. And I couldn't breathe. It bloated me up. I couldn't breathe. Thought I was gonna puke every time I moved, you know. And it's just the worst feeling. And I never drank one since, you know. Yeah, but that was, yeah, but that wasn't like them doing that to you. That was you drinking yourself the monster energy, like. He, he said no, there was right. like, he's saying there was, I know, stupidity, yeah. I, dude, I know for a fact in Japan they will poison you because Monty Cox, who's been around the game since the beginning, told me do not eat or drink anything they give you fighting Satoshi Ishii in Japan. He said no, they'll try to poison you. Don, hold on, Don, Don, what's going on? I, I, Don, I, I love you. I mean, are you, are you in a rodeo or something? I, 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 I can't even hear Sean. Yeah, what, so what, what are you doing right now? Uh, I was closing and locking my gates, and I'm driving. I'm driving out. I gotta go down the road. 
He was trying to get his dog syndrome to get down. I, I, I understand that, but can you, can you, uh, thank you, Sean, for that. Uh, is there, all right, well, so, all right. Can you, when you start driving, uh, can you talk then? Just because right now it's like, I can't, so you were going to fight Ishii. Your manager, Monty Cox, who's a very big manager, who's like one of the best guys out there as far as management goes, tells you don't drink or eat or anything because they will poison you. Don't take anything anyone gives you. Not fans, not the management, not the promoter. He said don't drink their bottled water. Bring your own bottled water. He said don't trust anything. They will plug you over there. And uh, I did hear an interview on the same topic. I heard that uh, Brendan Schaub has to slip himself a roofie, a roofie before he jerks off. Like, uh, it sounds like Don is jerking off right now. This is like, like Don, you are my, my favorite guest. I, I, I can't get that boy, I'll tell you. Okay, all right. Are, are, are we somehow good right now? Because, like, I, I saw us in a fucking snowstorm, but you're, like, in a blizzard. Like, I, I feel like you're, like, Yosemite Sam. Now there's always, like, some fucking whirlwind around him or something, like the, the roadrunner. Like, 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 Don, you really are. You're, Tasmanian devil, you mean? Yeah, Tasmanian devil, him too. You're, like, everyone combined into fucking – all right, so here we go. All right, this is better. Speaking of which, the Grossover yeah. – Grasso versus Barber. That fight was a good fight. Uh, Alexa Grasso, I, I thought Barber showed me a lot in her loss because she was down two rounds to nothing, and she went for it. And that's so many fighters out there, like you're down two rounds to nothing. I know you don't want to get knocked out. A lot easier you know, said than done. But at a certain point, you got to just throw a caution to win and start fucking throwing haymakers. And if you lose, you lose. You know, I think that right now, are you taking bomb hits now, Don? Man, this fucking this is the best podcast. This is like so McCorkle. But it sounds like it sounds like when the Transformers like come out of the ocean. There's like 20 minutes left in this podcast. Don, is there like a fucking noise machine? What what is you? What is going on now? What are you doing? I'm going down my dirt road. I got a mile and a half dirt road before I get to the pavement. So I, it'll be about another two and a half minutes, partner. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Kelvin Gastelum won. I'm so fucking happy for Kelvin Gastelum. Finally uses wrestling. The guy was a state champ of Arizona wrestling. He fell in love with his power. I think that wrestlers know how hard wrestling is and how hard the grind and they know they could just knock someone out a lot of times like, because they throw fucking crazy haymakers that know how to use their hips. And then a lot of them are like, fuck wrestling. I'm just going to start throwing punches. And it happens all the time with Josh Koscheck, Dan Henderson, uh, Fry, you. putting you in that category. Uh, do you think it's a, it's a, a matter of like, you want to be more entertaining or you just don't want to wrestle with with energy or what? Uh, you know, it's just, you know, you're in control of the fight. I mean, when you're wrestling, you're in a street fight, you know, every day for two, two and a half hours. You know, you're, you're strapping, you're putting it down, and you know how to read people. You know, you, you, you listen to their breathing. You, you can measure their strength, you know, uh, their footwork, their head movement. So you have the advantage. Plus, you know, you know how to work hard. And, um, you know, that, that works for you and against you also because, you know, there was times when um, I went to a fight and I didn't feel good and confident because I knew I hadn't worked hard. So, you know, I thought, shit, if I 
lose, I deserve it. If I win, you know, I didn't deserve it. I got lucky, but hell, I'll take it, you know? Yeah, no, I know, but the, the, I, mean, I think you didn't hear the question because you were underneath a uh, steamroller. But the question was, <laughs> why do guys stop using their wrestling and just throw haymakers when they're such good wrestlers? Uh, wrestling's boring. I mean, it's it's a fight and it's a wrestling match, and you know, you don't you you want to be competitive. You don't want to just hop on somebody and dry hop them for you know three rounds five rounds yeah you, you know you, you want to be a fighter you you want to transform into a fighter for a wrestler right 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 well kelvin went the other way he went back to wrestling and won and i'm happy because a lot of times look like he was just going for a striking and he finally mixed it up a little bit um so super happy for him uh so there was a fight where this guy Julian Marquez, who I love, he was getting his ass kicked for two and a half rounds and hung in there. His corner was great. His corner, James Krause, is like, we got to win. You, you got to knock him out to win or tap him. So straight up told him. And he did. He fucking came back in the third. That was awesome. Afterwards, he called out Miley Cyrus. He goes, Miley Cyrus, be my Valentine, right? To which I tweeted out, like, Miley Cyrus is now, is now a lesbian again. Uh, and then he actually like retweeted that. Miley Cyrus got back to him. She goes, she goes, she goes, hey Julian, uh, thank, congrats on the win. Gave your chest hair into an MC, and I'm all yours. And he didn't fucking do it. I called him up at Saturday night. I call him up. I'm like, yo, wake up. He's like, oh, my head hurts. more. I go, dude, she responded. He goes, what? I go, she fucking responded to you, bro. He goes, no way. He goes, what do I do? I go, what do you do? You shave your fucking chest hair. He didn't do it. Now, he's saying he didn't blow it. Uh, McCorkle, you think he blew it? Absolutely, man. If you could get anyone with the kind of fame Miley Cyrus has to even pay attention to your tweet, that would be awesome. It like reminded me of when Bill Cosby blocked me on Twitter. It made my day. Um, because uh, I said that Bill Cosby, when like 10 women came forward and said they lied about him being a rapist, and I said, well, that's good to hear. You know, it's a shame when any man's raped 85 women to have people think he raped 95 and then tagged him on Twitter and said that. And then uh, he blocked me and it said, Bill Cosby has blocked you. It cracked me up. But uh, yeah, that's a, he should have asked me. I would have shaved my entire body if I was him. If Miley, not because Miley Cyrus is hot, but because that kind of attention is, is priceless, man. That, that is nothing like fucking Miley Cyrus to Bill Cosby. I mean, the fact that, the fact that Bill Cosby blocked you over a rape joke and he could bang or date Miley Cyrus is not even close, but I do think that's funny. Uh, Don Fry, you would have shaved your chest, right? No, there's only so low level steep. And uh, I, I, I went for the rape joke, you know. <laughs> Wait, it's not an either or, Don, okay? It's, it's whether or not – forget Sean's rape joke, okay? It wasn't like it was a fucking competition. We're saying that, like, he called out Miley Cyrus for Valentine's Day. She got back to it, was trying to be playful. All he had to do was, like, not even shave it, just fucking carve it in different ways. And then she would have been like, oh, that's cute. Like, there's a certain time, like – like when you like like when you're dating a stripper or like when you pick her up at a, at a strip club and then she's like let's go home or whatever for certain times it's like instant it's instant it's in the moment uh you only have a certain window i feel like you if Don fry shaved his chest it would grow back before he was finished that's what i think 
<laughs> so what if I, all right, so what if Farrah Fawcett. I can't find a razor strong enough, though, to do it. Shit. All right, so Don, back in the day, if Farrah Fawcett was like, hey, I'll be your vampire. All right, Farrah Fawcett. Now you're talking, man. Uh, right. A gallus, uh, anal cancer. That's that's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. All right, before, <laughs> all right. Before before she had anal cancer. Okay, and even if she has anal cancer, who gives a fuck? Okay, we're not making. Fun. That's all right. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. All right, Marilyn Monroe. Back in the day, back in your prime, and she was like like the shit, right? If she was like, I'll be your Valentine. You wouldn't have shaved your chest hair. Yeah. How, wait, how old is Don Fry? Marilyn Monroe. Was around. <laughs> Don Fry wouldn't have to shave his Yeah, I'm like, man, you're really, you're really kind of beating me up here, you know? Shut all right, up. all right, all right. Joan of Arc. All right, so if Joan of Arc back in the day, uh, was, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, 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 I think Joan of Arc was a lesbian, don't you? <laughs> probably. She probably was. She's worshipped. She's worshipped by all the lesbians, you know? So shit. <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah, but so all right. So is Justin Bieber. All right, all right. So here we go. Let's talk about. All right. Also, Donna fight that. Uh, what if he was on Noah's Ark? What if he was on Noah's Ark? All right. Yeah. The, yeah. The Noah, Noah's Ark. All right. So uh, Don Fry made Noah's Ark wet. That's how far. All right. Now Rodolfo Vieira. Right. This guy was a six-time Jiu-Jitsu champion, Abu Dhabi champion. Everyone was saying how great he was. Don, are you still in a wind tunnel? What happened? Yeah, I had to put it on uh, speakerphone because I'm going through Oro Valley and uh, they will bust your ass for talking on the phone and I'm not going to pay a $350 fine. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. All right, so Vieira is like a six-time world champion in jiu-jitsu. He went up against this, 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 Mexican, this, uh, this kid from Sacramento, I think he's Mexican, Anthony Hernandez, and everyone just talking about Vieira undefeated, this and that. He took him down. Hernandez survived the first, got out of it, came back and knocked this fucking dude out, like beat his ass. Like he beat up this jujitsu champion, a huge underdog. And I love it when Joe Rogan and these guys are all about one guy saying how great this one guy is and the other guy wins. That makes me happy for some reason. I'm like, yes. Uh, and he tapped him. He tapped him with like an arm and guillotine. Because he was hurt, uh, so that good for him, Hernandez. Uh, were you shocked, Sean? Yeah, I was shocked because I had him and I had the Vieira guy winning in like seven different parlays I had, and I was right on every one except his fight. Uh, so he cost me probably over a grand just him. I mean, just in what I lost, I would have won by him uh, passing out faster than even I wouldn't have fought. I was uh, extremely disappointed. I could not he didn't finish the first round after the lady's dominant. But, uh, that was it's absolutely crazy. All right. Well, I know Don's going to go to the doctor, man. Hey, Don, thanks for calling in today, brother. You're the best. All right. I guess I'm getting booted. All right, Sean. Good luck. Don. <laughs> I love Thanks, you, Fred. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you more. What's up, people? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. How cool is that? They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. That's right. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Yeah, 
That's what I'm talking about. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, okay? Bet online. Your online sports book experts. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sports book experts. Check them out. All right, that was Don Fry. Uh, I, I love Don. I couldn't hear anything. Uh, guys, I, this is when you said, Are you in a wagon? Because that's exactly what it sounded like. Dude, I, I love Don Fry. I, I fucking love him. I just wish he would get better Wi Fi. Oh, my God. Um, hey, I did say I'm getting Starlink, that new Elon Musk internet. Uh, it's yeah. almost strictly for your show. Like I went ahead and paid the $500 cancellation fee for my current internet, and I'm paid a thousand bucks to get uh, Elon Musk's uh, internet. So I should be good to go here in a few weeks. Oh, thank you, man. Fucking he has he has bad Wi-Fi. Uh, so um, yeah, that was that was that was rough, man. I I, I fucking love him though. I don't I don't know what to do yeah. because I'm like. I, I don't want to lose him. I just can't hear sometimes other people. Uh, but what are you going to do, right? I mean, what, what, what am I? Well, what, that Starlink, if that Elon Musk Starlink comes through, maybe we can hook something up for Don, you know, like I'm getting that. Because it's really, I think it's only like 400 bucks or 500 bucks. All right. You know, I'm rich, so that's nothing to me. But um, pay that. All right. But, so uh, now the Chris Gutierrez fight, that was, that was weird. Andre Ewell, it was a good fight, but during the fight, I think it was John Anik said, you know, they're both in custody battles right now with child support, right? He said, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't see that part. I was having uh, trouble with my service all night, the uh, satellite. So yeah, he said they're both in custody battles and he goes, but you know, that's really bad. Andre Yule hasn't seen his kid, but good news. He has another one on the way. I'm like, like, how is that? Like, just because you can't see one kid and then you have another one on the way, like, that's okay with not seeing your first kid. I mean, there was, like, so many problems with that. Uh, maybe we should <laughs> His son like, died, but it's okay. He's got another one on the way. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe we shouldn't mention people's uh, custody battles uh, while they're fighting. I understand that they both had custody battles, and maybe that was – and maybe even they wanted to bring it up. They brought it up. And, but it's just – it was just weird. It was strange. I mean, they don't do that for other sports. Like, like, like imagine they did it for like the NBA. How many yeah. or NFL or <laughs> That's all talk about. NBA, baseball? It just seems like I'm like somebody said, why don't they uh, uh, bring up you know the other girl's parking tickets that she hasn't paid? I, I just I don't know. It was, and then at the end, at the end, the guy brought it up. So you know, he said, yeah, we heard about it, and I understand that that was important to them, but I don't know. It just seems like that's not. It was just off. It was just a weird, and the other guys didn't know how to respond to it, which is even funnier. Like it was just a weird, strange time. So uh, yeah, let's talk about this week's fights. I think Rashad Evans might be joining us, by the way, because I, I panicked because I had like nobody. Uh, not that I, I had you weren't here, Greg weren't here. Uh, Don Fry said he could only stay for five minutes, and he was in a wind tunnel. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I want to, you know, at least have a podcast put out. So Curtis Blades versus Lewis, man, I understand that Curtis Blades lost twice to Nganu, right? And Nganu hits so hard, but one was like behind the ear. I think they were almost both behind the ears, both times he lost. And I, I know that Lewis hits really hard too, 
But for some reason, I think this is going to look a lot like Lewis versus Cormier. I understand Blades doesn't have the same wrestling, you know, as Cormier wasn't an Olympian, but he was the national champion. I think a Division II national champion. Or he has some really good wrestling, really good MMA wrestling. And I feel like this is going to be five rounds of him taking down Derek Lewis and just beating him up. And Lewis sometimes, I wouldn't say he quits, but he gets discouraged. Uh, as, and I just think that maybe it's going to be a, a boring wrestle fuck of a fight. Plus, Blades knows that if he wins, he's right up there for a title shot. And I can't see him going punch for punch with Derek Lewis because that's never worked for anybody. No, I, I think uh, I think Blades wins that pretty easily. He may even finish him. Uh, I think it uh, against Cormier, man. I mean, I like Derek Lewis a lot. I think he's awesome, but he cannot wrestle to save his life, man. So, like, uh, that's coming for somebody that can't wrestle. So, um, he, uh, yeah, it's, it'll probably be a lot like the Cormier fight because Cormier didn't even have to use high level wrestling. It was pretty just basic stuff and just kept, you know, taking him down, holding him down. But Derek Lewis can surprise you on occasion, though, man. He can pull something a trick out of the hat every now and then. So. He does. I mean. Like, I, I want to say he breaks, but he doesn't break because he's knocked people out with four seconds left. So how can you say he breaks? But it, there, are, there are fights like the Mark Hunt fight where he just sort of just quit. I know Vince was saying he was eating ribs before the fight backstage. Uh, yeah. And, and, like, just had, like, problems with the stomach. And I guess he's taking, you know, his conditioning more seriously and this and that. But I don't know. I just feel like Curtis Blades is, is just uh, – I mean, no, it just seems like Nganu – can knock him out and Ngannou's got the he got like he's sort of the kryptonite for this dude but uh I mean if Curtis Blades wins well I I know that they're saying that John Jones is going to fight the winner of Ngannou versus uh Stipe but who knows what John Jones is going to do I mean John Jones is such a wild card that if John Jones got arrested tomorrow for something really dumb would anybody be surprised but anybody I'm surprised, I'll be surprised if he doesn't get arrested in the next few months. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, John Jones is one of those guys that like, he just gets bored and he's just like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. And no one's going to tell me differently. And it is what it is. Uh, also, Yana is fighting Caitlin Vera. Yana's won three out of four. Caitlin Vera is uh, a girl that she's beaten a lot of girls. Uh, she's got a good high level. That should be a good fight. Uh, Derek Miner's fighting Charles Rosa. So Charles Rosa came to, He's got a crazy story. He came to Florida to become a chef and he moved next to American top team and he started training there to get in shape. He was already like a good boxer. And now he's like one of the, in the UFC and one of the, one of, you know, a pretty high ranked guy. I mean, has that ever happened? It happened to me kind of like when I, I started taking jujitsu at 29, just for exercise, I thought it would be interesting, you know, and just take jujitsu. And then, uh, I found out I was really good at fighting on accident. Like somebody wanted me to spar with him one day and I was like, sure. And I still wasn't any good standing up, but for someone who never boxed before, I was pretty good. So, um, they, uh, yeah, guys couldn't believe after training with me, I'd never trained, never wrestled, never anything. I was just like, I don't know, man. I just go out there and do whatever, like what I ever saw on TV. Gosh, she's so cute. How old is she now? She's, how old are you? Two. She's two? two. Almost three, probably, I bet. Uh, two and a half, right? Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half. When's your birthday? <laughs> August 7th. Uh, also, uh, Chris Daukas is fighting Alexi Olnick. That guy's got to be like 80 years old. He's the guy that yeah. goes for that same move every single time. It works uh, every time somehow. Yeah, and somehow wins. But he's, he got knocked out in his last fight against uh, Lewis. Um, but Daukas is a guy that just, I think they're like trying to 
bring him up because uh, he's, mm. he knocks out a lot of people. And I feel like they're like, okay, we needed like a new heavyweight star. We'll put him up against Olnick. We'll probably knock him out. He'll look good. It'll be exciting. Uh, it seems like they're, now that they're, they put certain guys in there to get knocked out almost. Um, yeah. Make the other guy look good. It doesn't always work. Uh, but I know Arlovsky's fighting Thomas Spini. Uh, that's sort of down on the card. Uh, Drakkar Close. He's a guy who has all the talent in the world. He does everything right. He lost against Benil Dariush in that crazy fight. He's fighting that violent Bob Ross guy. Yeah. He's got an amazing cologne out, too. <laughs> uh, Eddie Wineland, who uh, who's a fireman, he got knocked out by Sean O'Malley in his last fight. He's fighting John Castaneda. I like Eddie Wineland, but if he doesn't win this one, it might be. I mean, he's, he's been around for a while. And we're here for the well, it's time for him to get a different second job. Age, guys have to have a second job to fight in the UFC. That blows my mind. Man. Well, the heavyweight champion has <laughs> Stipe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he has to. I think he just wants to. But, but, yeah. but I think there are guys out there that, like, that think that if they just focus on fighting full time, it'll be worse for them. Like they can't just yeah. do it. They need something else to keep them distracted. I don't know how they do it, man. I, I couldn't have done it. I don't know, like, uh, if you're doing it the right way and training the right way, I don't know how you have the energy to go to work 40 hours a week. Like, I don't get it. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Uh, and plus, I don't know, maybe these guys don't want back. Maybe they, 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 they figure they only have a couple years left of fighting and they make it hurt and this way. But, yeah, I think you're right. I don't get it. Uh, Nate to train, he's the guy that won and was basically calling out Dana afterwards. Like, he was like – and Dana was almost hiding from him. Like, Dan was like, how the fuck did we sign this guy? Uh, he's a guy from, like, Alabama or Kentucky or something. He looks like he's, like, straight off the, uh, you know, the freaking moonshine party. Um, and he's, he's fighting Juliana Rosa. Uh, and then Chaz Skelly, who was a five-time state champion in Texas. Really funny guy. He's fighting John Mahal Embers. He's been a very poor student. What? He'd be a poor student if he was a five-time state champion wrestler. <laughs> Uh -oh. Well, he won four times as, as a, as a uh, freshman. Uh -oh. uh, and then, um, yes. But I think he won in eighth grade, dickhead. Uh, so in the Bellator tournament, they announced it. Uh, have you heard about this? I heard something on the, somewhere. I heard like it just in passing. Someone say there's a Bellator tournament, but it's I don't a know. Bellator light heavyweight tournament. And it, it's, it, the matchups are interesting. So the first round, they have Rumble versus Romero. Uh, that's going to be like Two of the three best fighters, right? At light heavyweight, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Then they have Phil Davis versus Nemkov. Nemkov's a favorite to win it. He's a guy that just beat up Bader. They have Bader versus Machida. And then um, Corey Anderson versus this guy named Dotlevkan Yagshamaradov, who has yeah. on like an eight-fight winning streak. He's like an ACB guy. Uh, and they have him as the favorite against Corey Anderson, which is also nuts. Um, so... First round, do we like Rumble or Romero? Man, I got to say Romero on the better wrestling, but it's uh, well, he's moving up, though, to 205, man. I don't know. Rumble, the thing with him, he's just like um, the same way as uh, Nganu, man. He's only got to touch it once. So, But I think uh, with, with him being out as long as he's been out, and uh, yeah, I'd say Romero if I had to choose. <laughs> so, okay, all right. Uh, I got Rumble. I mean, Romero's got to be – how old is this guy? Like, he doesn't even move anymore in his fights. Yeah, he says he, what, 43, I think is what they say he is, or 44. But, 
he's got some amazing genetics and even a better pharmacist, I think. So, <laughs> uh, would be my guess. Uh, so yeah, and then uh, Phil Davis. I like Davis over Nemkov. He lost split decision. I know everyone's saying Nemkov. He's like a four to one underdog. Davis is three to one, three and one in uh, rematches. Um, who in that one? Who who do you like Davis or Nemkov? I'd say Phil Davis. I haven't really seen the other guy fight. I don't think, but uh, I always thought Phil Davis was extremely underrated. The other guy beat up Bader, like finished Bader last time. Uh, oh, yeah, the other guy's a mo- oh, actually, Rashad Evans is here. Uh, Rashad Evans is just joining us. Uh, here we go, my man, Rashad Evans. That's what I'm talking about. Rashad, how are you? Here he is. One of my there he is. What's going on? How are you? I'm good, man. How about you? Good, man. Good, good, good. Are you in uh, Florida? Yes, sir. I see you training, man. You're looking ripped. How do you stay so ripped? Eating vegetables, man. Eating vegetables and fruit. That's about it. Really? And trying to keep Greg Hardy off me. <laughs> so uh, how is Greg Hardy, by the way? He's good, man. He's good. He's uh, he's in his growing phase right now, you know. He... Um, he got upset and just, you know, uh, he's working through. He's working through that. You know what I'm saying? He he had that loss happen when he had a lot of momentum going his way, and now he's just kind of rebuilding. But, you know, when, when you think about uh, what he's been able to do thus far in the sport, it's it's um it's it's pretty big considering the fact that he has, you know, he comes from a football background and just and and he's still making his adjustments to the whole fight game. You know, so. Yeah, no, it's actually unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So, so are you doing a show? Are you doing a show now or no? We're doing a we're doing a show right now. What happened was everyone canceled. I got I was like fuck. I need I need I need help. I need help. And then I called you. And then Sean came on. The other guy came on. And then my my nanny my my my, my nanny started, sorry my daughter's nanny started throwing up today. So we sent her home. And then uh and then my 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 dog is dying. So, no. uh, oh my gosh, it's just been like, it's just been crazy. And then Don Fry came on. He had the worst Wi-Fi of all time. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then Sean McCorkle is here. He's in a uh, snowstorm. Uh, what's, what's the matter? Mommy has to work. Mommy has to work. I'm, my wife's yelling at me because I had an hour to do the podcast. But, oh my uh, so, gosh. so life is good, man. Hey, what's up, baby? Hi, Rashad. Say hi, Rashad. He's done with it. Now, you train uh, Gilbert Burns for this fight, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I didn't train with. I didn't train with him at all this fight. Oh, really? I didn't. No, I couldn't. I couldn't, man. Kamara was my. Kamara was like my. Uh, he's my. He's like, he's family to me. You know what I'm saying? Like he's. Like I, I was a big part of him, um, you know, him, him uh, staying in South Florida. So what was all that stuff in the uh, media that you said that he wasn't part of Sanford MMA anymore? Was that just blown out of proportion? That what? Say what again? So, because according to like, I read an article saying that you said he wasn't part of your gym anymore, Usman, as far as you're concerned. Was that just rumors or was that out of proportion? Was that misquoted? Well, no. Well, well I, don't, I don't go to Sanford no more. I don't. I don't go to Stanford no more. I do my own thing. I have my own little private little thing that I do with me and me and Greg do our own thing. Oh, okay, nice. I, I know, is it yeah, you, yeah. Greg, and Dean, or just you and Greg? 
Me, yeah, me, Greg, and Dean. Me, me, Greg, and Dean. That's all. But, you know, um, I actually called. I wait. I think I should get credit for that. Because, yeah. Yeah, because I remember when Dean left, and then you left, and I was like, "Yo, Rashad's looking for a, a new gym," and he was like, "I love Rashad," and I like kind of put you guys together, sort of. Okay. Uh, then, then, then take it. Then take it. Then take the credit. Take the credit. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a good. It was a good matchup, man. Dean is uh Dean is amazing. He's a good person all the way through, you know, all the way through. So we work, we work out good together. And, um, you know, he, he, he's somebody, he's somebody just so like Dean is, Dean is unflappable. There's nothing that's going to get him too excited about nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that works, that works really well with my energy sometimes, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of you times guys have, you guys probably have the most, uh, knowledge out of anybody i mean i can't think of two guys that i'd rather have in my corner than you and dean thomas for real yeah we, we got we got a lot of knowledge and, and, and we 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 work uh you know the best thing about it is we work good together you know what i'm saying so it's not like um you know you have two guys in there that that kind of know what they're doing but then one is trying to get that upper leverage on the other and, and you know they can't figure that whole thing out but me and dean we we, we don't we don't have that the ego problems you know we just kind of you know, he, he knows what I'm good at. I know what he's good at. And, you know, we compliment each other on our strengths and weaknesses. So I remember he opened up like a real world house of fighters. Of like <laughs> Jillian Robertson and Shorty Torres and uh, a couple of hot chicks. Are you part of that house? No, no, not part of that house. No, no. I think, he's, I think he still has it. I think he still has it. You know, is it not, now that things are taking off for Dean, Dean's all over the place. You know, he's doing everything with the uh, you know, with the UFC still and with Dana White doing his show and he's doing his comedy thing. He's doing, he's doing movies. I was actually in the movie that Dean put together not too long, not too long ago. So what was the movie? Dean's, um, it, it was, it was like a little, it was like a little short, you know, he, he's doing some shorts. He did one before, he did a couple before. So this time he did one, I think it's called like a brothers or something like that. Oh, but awesome. it's, it's a, yeah, it's a, pre, it's a pretty powerful short, you know, it's one of those, one of those, um, you know, short movies that has that that uh, that strikes a chord. You know what I'm saying? You feel something by the time you get done from watching it. So he he, you know, just just from reading the treatment of it, I was like, it's gonna hit some people. You know, it's gonna hit some people. Now, were you surprised uh, the way the Gilbert Burns Usman fight uh, went down? Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was surprised in in the sense that, uh, you know, um, just 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 how ferocious Kamaru was, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, it still surprises me to see, see that. And I'm um, just because I, in my mind's eye, when I see him, I just see him as like my little bro, you know, I don't, I don't see him like that yet. And just seeing him in that, in that predator mode and just that, that mindset, you know, that mindset where he's just, but he's just, you know, just ready to take somebody out. It, it was, it was, it was good to see, but you know, um, it, it was all in the jab, the jab that the jab that he was able to 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 to, to use and get and break Gilbert was uh, was on point, you know, because that that jab was was um you know it was set up by his movement. He has that that broken movement, that broken timing that he was doing, and the broken timing allowed him to let that jab fly and essentially you know have Gilbert fall on his own sword because Gilbert likes to jump in a lot on combinations. And uh, he likes to play the counter game, but when you're, when you're, when you're getting, you know, met by a straight punch, and you know, and and Gilbert's a hooker, you know, he likes to throw hooks, so um, the straight punch will beat you every time, and that's what we've seen. Now, um, 
as far as the next fight, because me and me and Sean both think Colby's the best fight for him. As far as like most competitive, like the Usman fight, uh, not Usman, the um, the Masvidal fight. The first one, I know it was short notice. I know Masvidal's an amazing fighter, but it wasn't as exciting as the Colby fight. Uh, but yeah, but I also think that maybe Usman doesn't want to give Colby like the spotlight. Doesn't want to make money. So he's probably, he's probably like, fuck this guy. Why should I fight him? I'm just helping him out. Um, what do you, who do you think he, uh, he should fight next? Usman. Um, I, I like what he's doing with the Masvidal fight. And I, and I like it because of the fact that, you know, uh, you know he, he's going after somebody who, who people still believe in, you know what I'm saying? And, and, still, and still has a lot of hype around. You know, I think that with Kobe, you know, you got to look at the fact that he may not have the same drawing power as he did before you know i mean he did have a dominating win over tyron but at the same time you know part of his shtick has been taken away with, with, with donald trump being out of office you know what i'm saying so who is who is kobe outside of that you know and and i think that the way that he is you know the way that he went about that whole thing when he was using it as a stick now right now if he if he does that the way that the political climate is you know, it, it might not look, it, not, it might not be favored as well. You know what I'm saying? And I think that um, that's something that he's going to have to think about when he, when he tries to go back out there and try to, you know, try to do this whole Kobe, uh, Kobe, Kobe and Covington thing that we've been getting used to seeing, you know, we, he's going to have to change it up because it's just not that, that kind of mindset people are very short for nowadays. And, and, and to a lot of people that signals something else, whether it means it or not, it is another story, but it signals something else and i don't think he wants to be associated with that uh sean any uh, response i got a uh, funny rashad evans story for you i was in pensacola florida one time it's kind of like my second home i used to go down there all the time as a kid like i mean five times a year with my family i was at uh, they have island fights down there um dean tool puts them on there grab he sent a ton of guys ufc from that show so i'm at the after party and i'm the big deal down there because i'm the only ufc guy there and everybody went to the fights you know a couple thousand people so i got people taking pictures with me talking to me all kind of girls and i look up i'm like holy shit that's rashad evans like he was just <laughs> rashad was just over there like drinking a bottle of water i think and no one even like i didn't even recognize him at first i'm like that's rashad evans i was like holy shit and so this guy's taking a picture with me i said dude rashad evans is here and all of a sudden i hear what and my entire crowd just left me and they all go to rashad and then i'm nobody just <laughs> I was about to go take a picture of Rashad because no one gave a shit about me anymore, man. Like, oh, I'm just my like, God. Oh, and and I, too. I was actually having sex with my wife, and I go, Rashad Evans is here, and she left me. And then yeah, it's like, <laughs> it was horrible. I thought you were going to say you were doing stand-up comedy. You say, Brendan Schaub's here. They're like, yeah, but is there another comedian here? Yeah. The whole rest of the night, I was like, he was the Pied Piper, and I was just the alone guy sitting over in the corner. I was like, all right, well, I was making sure everybody knew I was there. Rashad didn't have hey, to let anybody know. I, I let it out, and it was over. Hey, but you know how P. Cola is, man. P. Cola makes everybody feel like a star, man. I was like, after that, <laughs> after that, I was like, man, Pensacola's all right. I see why Roy Jones stays there now. You know what I'm saying? He's, yeah. the, he's the king of kings over there. He stays there, and they, they love him. They never get tired of seeing him. They they absolutely love him, man. It was a pretty cool spot out there. Different different people though. Different 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 uh different breed of Floridians out there. I say that you know Fl Florida has different breeds of people. You know what I'm saying? Like from West Palm Beach and down, it's a different kind of breed of Floridian. Then when you get a little north, it's a different. It's different. You know, it's, it's very different. And uh, Pensacola is definitely a different kind of different different kind of Florida.
By the way, I, I, I did a show in, uh, with uh, Gerald Harris, booked me for the show. Uh, we were in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I started making fun of this. It's like, it was like all black crowd, except for like five white dudes. And I was just like, oh, it's the boy band that never made it. It's no direction. I tried killing them. And the guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, uh, you were really funny. Nicest guy afterwards. He's like, yeah, I was teammates with Rashad Evans uh, in, in wrestling at Michigan State. I go, what's your name? I guess his name was like the, like, like the, the neck snatcher or something. Or uh, he said he was like. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, the East Lansing Strangler. Yeah, the East Lansing Strangler. Nick, Nick, Nick What a Nick weird Simmons, thing to Nick name Simmons. your kid. Yeah, Nick, Nick Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, nice guy. Nice guy. Yo, he, he's, one, he's one of the illest wrestlers ever to do it, man. This dude, this dude in, in college, he would choke people to sleep and then pin them. And they, couldn't, and they couldn't stop him from doing the move because the move wasn't illegal. It will only choke you. It will only choke you if you resisted it. So, <laughs> so it, was, it was technically a legal move, but it would only choke you once you start resisting. And the only way to not right? resist it, it was like a Darce. Yeah, it, it was like a Darce. It was it was so it was so sick. And he had like these long arms. He has these long arms. He was a tall guy for being at a low weight class. I think he was wrestling at one twenty five. And he would just catch people in his move. And every single time he catches people in his move, you just hear people just like screaming. They started screaming right away because they knew that was the only way to get out of it is by getting a potentially dangerous before he locked it in. Because oh. if he locked it in, and he started fighting it. They'll wake up, and the referee will be waking them up when it's over because they'll be sleeping. Wow! He got Sounds everybody. Like Bruce joke, like he'll only choke you if you. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, uh, before we go, Rashad, man, thank you for taking the time out of your day to be on the show, man. Um, oh, no problem, man. I, I, I see, I see you. Uh, you call, and I'm just like, man, let me, let me hit my brother back, for, man. I mean, for, thank you for bailing me out, uh, Ben Askren, Jake Paul. Ooh. I don't like this type of Ben. I don't nah, know. No, I don't I don't either, man. You 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 know, you know, this is how confident that this 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 Jake Paul is. Jake Paul hit up Tyrone Spung for sparring. Wow. So so if you if, if you think that you can spar with Tyrone Spung, one of the best kickboxers, one of the best boxers out right now in the heavyweight division. Oh my gosh! This is this this dude's confidence is riding all all time high. I mean, I what, think is, I, what is Askren thinking right now? Is this is this strictly money? It's gotta be, it's gotta be strictly money because I, I think I, I foresee I foresee uh, a lot of embarrassment out of this. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? Here here's the thing about Ben. Here's the thing I, I kind of admire about Ben. Ben doesn't get embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? He does a re- he does you know he do- he has a really good job of handling it. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not like 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 some people like they get embarrassed. They just want to go hide in the corner, or just like you know what I'm saying, just disappear. Not Ben. Ben owns that shit like nobody else that I've ever seen. Kids. What about his little kids? You don't want to see his dad get knocked out. Television and like a YouTube kid. I mean, like, I mean, I know you may not be embarrassed, but you still have like family members. I mean, I hate to say it, but like, right. I know I'm, that that's that's how I feel. That I feel I feel I share those exact sentiments. But I mean, uh, Ben Ben's been built different, man. He he's built he's built different. You know, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's because he had an awkward wrestling style his whole life. People he's used to people talking trash about him and and whatnot. I don't know, but you know, I don't I don't I don't foresee this going too well for him. I think it may it may be along the lines of of a Nate. You know, what I'm saying how, how Nate got knocked out. 
And it's bad because if like if he lose, then we lose. You know what I'm saying? Like like the MMA loses. <laughs> I don't understand, dude. I'm literally doing this thing called Fight Camp. You ever heard of Fight Camp? It's like an it's like an, it's like an app where they give okay. you like a boxing workout every night, and it's yeah. uh, and they give you like and I'm sweating. I'm doing kickboxing as well. They got a couple pros in there. Like it's a great app. Especially if you have a heavy bag at home, you need to work out at two in the morning, one in the morning. Mm. Okay. I, I texted Ben, hey, check out this app. <laughs> but like, I'm not, I'm not doing it to be a dick. Like, I'm, I'm honestly like, I'm like, I know you're busy. You got the crypto, you got three kids, you got a wrestling camp. I got this. Like, I'm actually like, like, how do I, I, I texted Tyron because Tyron's cornering him. I'm like, yeah. I go, Tyron, like, please, like, like, let's win this one. You know, like, like I, I go, I go, how's he look? He goes, he's straight. Uh, that's not good. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Mm. Like he's straight. Like, like, like I, I go. I go. I didn't ask if he was gay or not. I made a joke about it, but at the same time, like, like, what do you mean? Like, he's straight. I mean, someone's got. I mean, Tyron, you got to be a friend to him and be like, yo. Oh my like, I mean, Tyron trained with boxers before, like real boxers. Yeah. He's got to go. Listen, Ben, man. Like, let's pull out of this. We got injured. You. We could fake an injury, something like like let let's let's go down, you know. It's not worth it if it's not worth it. If 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 if, if, if he thinks he's got him, then he's got him, right? I mean that that's what you would do, right? To like your friend. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I, I would tell him, but I mean, I, I guess I would guess I guess I would have to just really know why the why behind my friend is doing it. You know, if I if I understood the why behind it, then that would make me that would make me help understand his decision a little bit better. But nevertheless, it's never gonna make me feel easy about him gonna going in there to most definitely lose a couple brain cells, probably get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for me, that that'll still be like, man, are you sure this is what you want to do? I mean, I, do? With, I remember Sean had a fight, and we me and Sean went out to the diner, and he couldn't walk to the diner. Like he was on he was on 40 different painkillers. His back was so fucked up, uh, and I'm like, Sean, he's boxing in a week. I go, dude, you don't need to box. He's like, nah, man, mm -hmm. I'm getting, you know, 50, 100 grand. This guy's, all I gotta do is land a punch. And then cut to like me the day after the fight going, bro, you're like, I know. Uh, but I guess there's, he, no telling, there's no telling certain people, right? No, nah, there's not, there's not. And especially, I mean, ben, ben, Ben's got a pretty strong mind. You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it anyways. First of all, I don't even know how he even talked himself into it. I know he's a good talker, but. I just didn't, I just, I just wouldn't even foresee that. But it, I mean, I guess if you're Jake Paul and you want to get somebody who's had some fights, who was a champion before and who, and who pretty much represents the, the fault in MMA when it comes to technical strikings, I guess he, he found the perfect person in Ben because I, I, Ben, Ben, Ben looked like he's swatting flies when he's out there punching and hitting Mitch, you know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, literally look at the guy last week, the guy, the jiu-jitsu guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy we, we just, uh, Rodolfo Vieira, who's yeah, like a yeah. six-time world champion. On the feet, he looked like... Amateur Lee. hour. Oh. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, that's, yeah, I, I, th Sean, I think I that Ben... Sean, I hope you don't mind me saying the time that I tried to talk you out of the fight, do you? No, I don't care, man. No, I was, uh, my problem was, man, that I always, uh, 
once I signed the dotted line, like I dislocated a rib. Tom Erickson actually dislocated my rib uh, two nights before I fought Pujanowski the second time, but I was the main event. I had already agreed to it, and I, I wasn't pulling out no matter what. Like I couldn't even breathe when I fought it, but I, I couldn't. I'm not going to pull out when it's uh, KSW over there had 25,000 people there, you know, like and it's on pay-per-view, yeah. and I'm like, they weren't paying me real great, but I was like, once I signed on the dotted line, man, I showed up regardless. That's what happened with me on my back. Like once I uh, – the fight you're talking about was when – is my very last fight. Um, Roy Jones Jr. himself in Pensacola asked me if I'd fight at his show like what am I it's like my childhood hero what am I gonna say no you know I was like I got back problems and he was like oh man we'll get you somebody you can beat don't worry and uh, I was like yeah I don't don't know man and he's like uh, how about the guy you beat a guy at Bellator they told me like in 30 seconds just fight him and I was like "Uh, okay like just got talked into it you know so but what, what, so what happened in the fight though? Was it a tough one? I got murdered. Yeah, he picked me up and slammed me. He came in actually 40 pounds lighter than the first time I fought him. Came in in phenomenal shape. Said he moved. Oh, wow. uh, he moved uh, either ATT or somewhere. I don't know. And he like for 14 weeks, he goes, yeah, man, I've lost two in a row. This is like my last chance. And I was like, great. Cause I trained twice for this. Uh, like, you know, I beat him in 30. You, know, you, did, you did five minutes on the treadmill. Like you did five yeah. minutes. I had severe. I mean, I still have severe back problems, but it was, I mean, at that point it was, it's before I went to Germany and had that regenerative done, which helped quite a bit. But it was, I was having trouble walking, man. Like it was, but yeah, he picks me up and slams me on my back, and I can't feel my legs for the first two minutes and thought I was crippled. So that was great. But oh my gosh. Well, my, my daughter's got to go potty. Uh, say goodbye to Rashad. <laughs> say goodbye to Sean. My baby girl. I, I, love, I love the show, by the way, man. I love the show. I love it. It's just, it's a nice family show now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like before, before it was. <laughs> Before it wasn't like this. There was a lot of filth, flying, filth, flying, filth going on. But now it was, it was a, a lot of tension. There was a, it was a, a lot of things that were going on. Uh, by the way, Mayhem's looking at life right now. Uh, no, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's too bad. I think I think he's gonna get. I, I think he'll be all right. I mean, he's got a public defender, which is not good. He turned down a four-year plea, but luck, luckily, the girl that's uh, that his ex-girlfriend that. Um, press charges that he stole the car from allegedly is also in jail so that might oh, be, wow. that might be a savior but uh yeah a lot of, yeah. anyway yeah there was a lot of uh stuff going on there but you know look man, it's like anything else when, when things are a little calmer uh, every, everything works seems to work better uh yeah anyway cool, Rashad, keep up the great work sean all right man sean, sean take care man you too buddy take care man, care, man. Right, take care, man. Take care.